0: Well, hello and welcome back to the StormDAR Weather Podcast. This is episode 119. I'm Rando. I'm Corey.
1: And I'm Shira.
0: And this is the Finally Some Dry Time episode. Uh, We've had enough rain, uh, but we're going to get to the rain in a minute. I just wanted to uh, tell everyone the good news. Uh, Corey and Shira and I were talking before. We started recording, but I want to let everybody know that the podcast table was delivered today. So I officially have the podcast table, and this is the probably last time that we will be doing the podcast remotely. I will have the gang all here, which is awesome. Yeah,
1: we are so ready to get out of the closet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you're doing so well in the closet, you know, but but we understand. I mean, you have a house full of kids and all this this. It's quarantine. the quietest part of my week, <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> that's, oh yeah, that's yeah, great. We lock easily. all the kids out for an hour.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, Jared, didn't you just you just told me before we started uh, that the pool open today?
1: No, they started. They took the cover off and oh. they started getting it ready. So they're hoping to have it open by Memorial Day weekend.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Which is next weekend, isn't it?
1: Yeah, next weekend. So
0: Well, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about the Memorial Day weather here soon too. But anyway, uh today yes, I, I've had a bit you guys have had a busy day. I've had a busy day at a Cairo appointment. Uh my chiropractor, Carolyn, she fixed me up, popped me around, and then at noon I had rehearsal. Branson is opening. Back up. Uh, The Hughes Brothers show will be opening this Thursday. So, of course, we're starting rehearsals. So I had to go and rehearse with them. And so I finished with that. And then Jason, who is uh, helping build, actually building the podcast table, said, yeah, we can finish your podcast table. I went, really? So I spent most of my time over (laughs) at the Hughes today. And then we got everything done at about 6 o'clock, 6.15. He said, yeah, we can take it on over to your house. I said, no, you're kidding. So of course I ran home and moved all the stuff out of the way, and I have a beautiful podcast table in my office. So I cannot wait until y'all come over and see it. It's beautiful. I need to do some touch up stuff on it, you know. Because sure, you know, I got the black blackish paint or whatever. So anyway, I'm so excited about that. And yeah, re- our
1: son went back to work this week. Oh, too. that's right.
0: Yeah, at the track, the track right?
1: Open this week, so he's working every day and. I had a different like you needed your chiropractor. Mm-hmm. I needed my hair done and my nails done.
0: Uh, same thing.
1: <laughs> I was in desperate need of some hair color.
0: Some hair. Yeah. Oh, what color did you choose this time?
1: Same as always. I usually do reds and purples. But oh,
0: okay. Awesome. I
1: just took a shower, so can't see it. It's wet. You can't see. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, for podcast you,
1: people can't see it anyway, but
0: that's true. Yeah, we're sitting here so we can actually see each other, which is a great idea. The
1: next thing is to get my. Feet in order for flip flop season.
0: There, well, yeah, that's so, always that's always good. It's very important. And you're in the closet, so the you and Corey's feet are all numb right now. So we'll have to hurry up. Yeah, with we this. can't even uh, feel our legs. <laughs> yeah, so I know you're going to be over. Here. Now this podcast table, it's a little bit little bit bigger. Uh, but I'm, it's just everything I wanted it, so I'm just I'm just excited. I, uh, we're recording this at on Monday night, May 18th. It's about 9 o'clock right now, and I got it like two hours ago, so I'm just still stoked. And after the podcast, I know I'm going to be doing lots of stuff, getting it all staged and stuff. But let's talk about the weather. Uh, got a little rain the other day. A little? <laughs> we
1: got... Hey, now you guys took a bet on like what was going to be the amounts.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, what did right. we
1: all say, and, and who was closest?
0: I said five. Mm. And Corey said three something, and you went right in the and middle I with said four. In between. Yeah, and what did we get,
2: Corey? 4.96 or something? I think it was more than that. Uh, so I win. Woohoo! For the week, I mean, we had almost. How much? I'm going to bring up the old I even dashboard. I don't remember. I mean, halfway
1: the... through it, we were at three-point something, and it was only halfway done.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah I'm it seeing is... my week reset yesterday, so I think it was at f- five-something, maybe. I saw okay, a picture I...
1: of the power site Dam today, and there's oh. not a whole lot left to it. <laughs> you can just barely see the top of it.
0: Oh, so, oh, so Bull Shoals is really, really filling... Oh, really? I didn't check yeah, our that's lake. it's over the road.
2: It's over well, Highway Yeah, the by. highway's
1: closed. Oh, that's
0: right. Because Addie, our, our friend Addie Gaines, uh, she didn't did she post something about the Y Highway down there. That that's around yeah, the disc golf. That's court. the one
2: that goes. Uh, yeah,
0: right. Oh, I wonder if there's much. Le- oh, I got to talk to my my friends Marty and Kenya. I think they went to play at Forsyth today. Oh, I needed during the weather school. I'm going to text them and see if if they were got a chance to play because the last thing I knew Do you
1: play near the water I mean is it one of those parks that usually floods oh it's the
0: Empire it, Park right it's it's Empire Park it's on the the Taney Como side but it's right at the dam one of the holes hole number 15 you stand on right next you know you go up the hill on the dam and you throw that down so it's right there cool
1: but it's yeah, it's well, Tainy Como can't see much of
0: yeah but bull, bull shows is up but see Taney Como is kind of weird because you never know. Eh. Yeah, and I haven't talked to my buddy Ray, although we're going to be talking a lot more here in the next few days because we're going to be rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we you posted the, the video of my yard, my driveway. I have uh, actually not my driveway. Thought you yard. got
1: sandbags or something to fix that problem. Well,
0: I, I, I did see the problem is, and I, I told people in the comments the the problem is if. The water flowing down the road stays in my driveway. It goes down the west side of my house, and it never, there's no problem. It just goes down to all the other people. The problem is, is when the, that water flow breaches the driveway, and I you I that one picture, showed that one picture where it's just coming in my yard. That's where the problem, because there's no drainage on the east side. Therefore, it runs down the side of my house, and that's where the water comes in my basement. So, I've, oh, i oh yuck. Yeah, so I, I have an idea. Those shrubs uh, are out there. I hate those shrubs. They're just like infestation of bleh. And I think what I'm going to do is put a wall there, like a concrete wall, so it like can go around the house in case that happens again. So I'm probably going to yeah. do that. We are FaceTiming, so we're trying to get our... Our videos worked out here. Uh, well, got- I
1: had like there's a spot right in the middle of my head. Oh, and I thought it was something. I thought it was something on my forehead, and I kept wiping it. It, wasn't <laughs> it was moving. just RF. So I realized it was on the screen.
0: It's just RF. That's right. <laughs> so, like, so Corey, you guys' house, I mean,
2: it, it, is there flooding happen there? No, no flooding. Okay, we didn't get as much rain as you did. I didn't rain so that's right the here. thing. That's that right. Day you got all that rain.
1: We were. In we Oklahoma, just got a. We? No,
2: no, we were oh. here, but we just got a light rain, and you were getting a monsoon over there. That's in right. In just a few minutes,
1: you had to really look to even see that it was raining here. It went That's south crazy. from
2: Hollister to your house on into Forsyth. Up here in Branson, you know, up north, didn't get it as much.
1: That's crazy. Now we went to we went to Miami Friday,
2: okay. Oklahoma.
1: Now they got a lot of water because. The river is in the park and over the roads. Oh,
0: we had talked about that uh, last last time. Where it just yeah, if you get enough water, that is it. Niangua? I keep asking that because I never know.
1: Uh, Neosho. 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 It doesn't take much to f- to flood it. it to, all to flood comes down, down there from Kansas and <laughs> well, I was it didn't fre- even really have to rain that much in Oklahoma. It's it's up in Kansas. If it rains, it all runs down.
0: And run, yeah, it runs down. Well, I I was freaking out because. Fortunately, the water that came in my, you know, my, my sliding glass door area, I I got with like four towels. So I mean, I got that. The water stopped because it all came at once. But then it stopped. So then I had to let the the flow kind of crest and stop, and then it was fine. Um, and I saw on radar, and you even noted it too, Corey. It's like I saw on radar. It's like, oh my gosh, there's another huge line of heavy rain. It's like I can't do this, and it. It collapsed before it got to my house. Yeah, Isn't Omaha, nice? Omaha was getting
2: <laughs> hammered <laughs> over and over. It just kind of developed right on top of them.
0: Uh, it yeah, was, I know. Uh, pretty cool. And you posted that thing from Ava that running water. Holy yeah, when that mean? yeah. I mean, if if any of our podcast listeners don't really follow um, our Facebook page, you need to go to the Facebook page and scroll down. Uh, it's not too far down because the weather's been tranquil. We don't post very often when it's tranquil, but it is an incredible roaring flash flood over a uh, over a road, and they got the volume up and just the massive power. Just of that is
2: incredible. I, I and there's I, tons of low water bridges like that, especially over there, but all over the Ozarks, there's hundreds of them. So you really got to be careful. When we get that much rain, the water has nowhere to go. It's it's going to be running for a while, you know. Exactly. Especially, especially at Rando's house.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, this subdivision, and I know it's kind of fun hearing comments from other people who are not familiar with this area. They're like, well, uh, I think uh, one gal posted, she she said, well, why why did you build it on a slope or something like that? It's like, well, all of Branson is. The whole
1: town is built on a slope. Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole,
0: had we got hills and hollers here in Branson area.
1: (laughs) And your neighborhood is, man, it's like one huge hill.
0: It is. And it's, it's, I, I, I don't want to use the word entertaining, but it's like interesting to watch people on my east side on Spring Meadows Parkway the The road is so steep that we literally see people in the winter trying to get up this hill. They can't do it.
1: Oh yeah, we had one like that when we were out in Meadow Ridge. Oh, that's right. We would be stuck right. in our neighborhood because there was such a like a ninety degree angle just to get out of the neighborhood. And, ninety degree. Whew. It was. It felt oh, yeah, like that's it. that's, true. <laughs> that's straight.
2: That's straight up. We,
1: well, and then coming into the neighborhood, even coming home, you know, you went downhill. But there was nothing. It went downhill and then it went into like a big valley. Like I mean it was nothing. There was no guardrail. You literally went oh. over a cliff. There was a cliff. It was a cliff and you would never be seen or heard from again.
0: Oh my gosh. So you really had to know where you were going. Oh, right. that would freak me out. And no
2: street lights. No streetlights. Don't forget that. Well, why would they put
0: streetlights? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's just the neighborhood. You know. It's
2: way out of the. It's
1: out in the country, so people like to keep it that way. I don't know.
2: They don't believe in lights, electricity. No.
0: Well, I tell you what. Live out there.
2: I think they the um... <laughs> was just
0: too cheap. Hey, they they know how to live. They can live off the yeah. grid, you know. Um, I was going to make note. Uh, like I said, the title of this podcast is finally some dry out time. This entire week, we should be. Should, which is a very strong, it's a capital SH, should be rain free up until like the weekend. And we'll get to that in a minute. But the forecast yesterday, we kept saying, you know, mostly sunny, gradual warming trend, you know, high to high today. It was rather cool. I mean, it was like it in the 60s. It wasn't that warm today. Yeah. The sun and then, really
1: never came out that much either. The sun never,
0: yeah. They've got a little impulse coming in, sun. It, it peaked out a couple of times like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you. You're, you're you know, Mr. Sunshine. And then the clouds would come back over. But uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, going to be a little bit warmer, like around 70s, low 70s, and then mid-70s, and then mid-to-upper 70s. So we're going to kind of warm up, but the forecast kept saying mostly sunny, and then every time, every day, I look at the next day's forecast, they say, oh, it's mostly cloudy. I'm like, will the clouds ever go away?
1: We were waiting for, <laughs> really. like, we had to wait for my son, um, our, o- or not our oldest, our second to oldest was graduating high school, and we've been trying to do his senior pictures, but we couldn't get his hair cut because all the places were closed. Ah. So we finally get his haircut, and then we got all this rain and cold. That's when the winter decided to come back. So, <laughs>
0: gosh, I know. I'm like
1: we need a nice week so we can get his senior pictures taken and get his announcements out.
0: I, I know. now. Didn't everybody? Are they having virtual graduations? Is that, that what's going on?
1: Branson is actually doing graduation August first. First. Yeah. Okay, they so are, they're actually they just coming back. Postponed ours. A lot of the areas did do. Uh, virtual, or I know, like Ozark did a, a drive-through graduation.
0: Okay. Yeah, you, yeah.
1: They had their stage set up. You drove up, you walked across the stage, and then you got back in your car and you <laughs> left.
0: <laughs> I, I remember you saying that last week. That that's bizarre. I was
1: so glad that Branson did what they did. I'm so proud of Branson. You know, it was kind of one of those things. I don't care if they have to walk across the stage in October. Please let these kids walk across the stage.
0: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That was a, that's a huge moment to graduate high school. It's huge for that, for the kid. You wait your
1: whole life for that.
0: Oh, I know. So. I mean, you, you go to kindergarten before you even, your name, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So prom is um, still happening. Most places just canceled their prom. Um, Oh, Wow. So Branson's prom is that same weekend as a graduation. Like prom is Friday night.
2: Prom is like Wednesday and graduation is Saturday or something Something like that. They're within Mm -hmm.
1: a couple of days each other. But yeah, Yeah. graduation is a busy
2: week for the seniors for sure. Graduation will
1: be happening. (laughs) I'm so excited. I mean, yeah, it's sad that it's not happening right now because that's what we were hoping to be doing. But he will still get to walk across the stage and we get to have the whole ceremony, not virtual. Good.
0: Good. I love that. I love that. Do, do, you, do you happen to know what the graduating class at Branson High School, I mean, how many?
1: 300 and something. I don't remember the yeah, exact number, I'm but Grayson sure. said there was over 300.
0: Wow. Because, I mean, I graduated Hillcrest High School in Springfield, and there's five, I think there's still five, major high schools there and my graduating class was six hundred and forty or I think, you know. Oh wow. Well it's Springfield, obviously, but Right. But yeah, yeah, there's I lots mean of-
1: Branson actually is I mean you gotta think Branson really isn't that big of a town. Um, no. population wise, you know, we're just a little over ten thousand so
0: as far as we know a class of yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. A class of three hundred is actually a good sized class for that size town because we grew up in a town of 15,000. And I had just a little over 200 in my graduating class.
2: Oh, wow. And mine
1: was one of the bigger classes. I had
2: 155 in mine.
1: Yeah. Mine, like, was one of the biggest I remember.
0: Holy cow. Because I think in Springfield, I mean, I I stand to be corrected on this, but I think Kickapoo was the biggest, the the biggest high school. Because there's Parkview, Kickapoo, Central, Hillcrest. I, I think there's one more. I can't think of it, but yeah, there were like five, five major high schools, but you know, Springfield last, it last census is over 150,000. So it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a pretty big deal. Now
1: there's several little towns around where we grew up, um, to where their graduating classes for, were like 15 kids, oh, 25 kids, <laughs> 30 kids. And so some of those, because they are such small classes, um, one of them did a a parade, like a senior parade, so they had all of the seniors lined up on the sidewalk of the school, which there was only like 20 of them, so oh, wow. they all got to line up and they all got to do, they got to decorate their section, they got to like chalk paint the sidewalk, they got to put their senior picture, whatever they wanted to decorate their section, and then all the families drove by.
2: And oh, got how to cool. see all the
1: seniors and wave at them. And I know some of them even did individual, like the principals and administration came to their houses, you know, and had individual little graduation ceremonies because there's only 15 or 20 kids. You can do that.
0: Oh, wow. Corey's showing me something on,
2: on the FaceTime. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out I'm what I'm not sure what you. that was. There was but... a Hughes Brothers clip they posted on Facebook. I saying, oh! Probably,
1: oh, that's... Yeah. You're probably
2: in there, I'm in, to the see back, there in the background, in background oh. somewhere. I'm well, if
0: the, to... if the band is there, I'm definitely there.
2: You wear a funky the... hat in the show. I didn't know if anybody knew that or not. Yeah, exactly.
0: well, I, I, I wear the funky hat for two reasons. One is because they really want me to wear a hat. But two... <laughs> I have a little bald spot on top of my head.
1: The light hits it just right.
0: Well, that's what most people say, but that's actually actually not true. What's happening is the chillers from up you know above start dropping cold air and actually the hat oh. it you know it, it's 55 degree air on me for an entire hour that I can't escape, even in the summertime, and it hurts my little bald spot up there. Corey, what are you doing? Wow. You're holding your phone up. <laughs> <face> oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> it's like, are you trying to take a picture? Of me? I'm as, he's I, reading. I need to. <laughs> oh, I, I can't to, wait till we're a all unique, actually this together. Is a unique <laughs> situation, <laughs> and we may have to do it again. Like if one of us is sick or oh, right. Well, or flood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flooded in, or you never know. Yeah, if
0: well,
1: we, it's, we've, get, we've gets, got pictures gets of it. Thing. We've been doing it for what two months now. Yeah.
0: I know. But you're you're right. It is going to be so nice. But we digress. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, outline and we're talking about this week being a drying and warming trend. But wait, there's more. I checked the GFS and I checked the National Weather Service. It looks like we're going to go back into... A messy, rainy period, and that's why I wanted to bounce that back to Corey yeah. because we're getting toward that latter half of May, which what these organizations are talking about that, what you call the back-loaded, severe tornado? Month se- of May. Yeah, maybe this is it because I thought we were going to be a couple, three weeks of dry time, but no, I checked that GFS. and I'm like, oh, boy.
2: Well, the storm chaser community is is uh, starting to chat about this a little bit. They're getting, their interest has peaked, to put it lightly. They are, they have long expected a, like we said, back-loaded May. Yeah. And they think that that they see signs that it could actually be happening. So we'll see how it plays out, and we'll know more, you know, in the coming you know, days or week or so. Yeah cuz we're what but, uh, today's
0: the 18th so we're getting into that time but yeah, sure i mean have you seen the gfs i have not today yeah you kind of need to watch it. It, it and it actually has something all the way through the 31st and then right at june 1st a high pressure moves in Okay, now we're talking long, long range, so you can't put a lot of faith in this. But but a high pressure moving in about uh, Wisconsin or something, and then that kind of gives us some more dry time, and then the GFS stops. But uh, we need to, like, kind of not rain for a while.
2: <laughs> I mean, I like the, the water, rain. Don't so the get me wrong. The water table's high. Now, they didn't have to. It was spread out enough where they didn't have to, as far as I know, haven't opened any dam gates here at Table Rock. haven't right. gotten any and, alerts on that. And and that's cool. And I've said all along.
0: I've said for several years now. You know, I love the rain. Let's ha- let's not have it all at, like
2: five inches at once. Right.
0: Can we not do that? <laughs> they
2: have, have had some to rain. open it's... pencil Pen- Pentacola Dam. They are uh, I think four or five gates are open on Grand Lake in Oklahoma, oh. northeast Oklahoma. So they are having to open up some there. But as far as I know, we haven't here, and I haven't heard about Beaver. You know, and you, you, Schulls, you get alerts. Bull Shoals is getting up there. I get emails. Oh, okay. The Bull Shoals is, you know, getting up there, but they always flood. But I assume they're going to be letting water out of that soon. I don't know. Because I don't think they got a whole lot of rain downstream or as much as we did up here uh, mm -hmm. from the Bull Shoals to the Mississippi River. They got some, but not as much.
0: Yeah, and and because that that water has to go somewhere. And I, I was thinking about, honestly, thinking about... Going down, you know, watching the power site uh, spill. It's not a dam; it's a spillway. There's a difference between a dam and a spillway. The power site spillway in Forsyth is absolutely beautiful, and we have a, a, a several followers on our Facebook page um, that live in Forsyth. And around the Christmas time, they took pictures at night. It's they've got a light show. I don't know if they do that all year l- or long or not.
2: Do you know? Yeah, it's up all the time. It, it if really. Water's okay. running over the. If water's running over it, then yeah, it's up. Wow, I it, didn't realize it, it, that until, you know, just last. Yeah, I didn't year either. So, <laughs> but I think they. That's when they started it a couple years ago. So.
0: Oh, that's probably why. Well, yeah. So yeah. If,
2: if you're in the area and
0: you're you know water, I, I, apparently water is flowing over it pretty, pretty heftily now. Is that right? Now heftily? it may
2: not be the best time. Let it go down just a little bit because it's really flooded and kind of dangerous around the dam. Yeah, you know. waters over the highway, and you're not getting a lot of. I mean, both sides of the dam are almost even right now, so there's not a lot. Uh, oh. The lights are, might be underwater. Wow. They're not even working.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that five inches of rain had to go somewhere. <laughs> yep. Well, and talking about the Memorial Day, I mean, Memorial Day is next week, and the Mo- Memorial Day weekend starts Saturday,
2: Friday or Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't th- that this crazy? weekend. Yeah, and it's, a, it's the, a little earlier this. I mean, it's not. I always think of Memorial Day being, you know, it's the last Monday, but I think it being like the 30th or 31st. The 31st, right. Exactly. Seems a little exactly. earlier this year since here know, it is, like... May 18th and it's Monday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, the, the it'll 26th. Like, it'll be
1: like the 24th or. Wait, or it's 25th. T- yeah,
0: it'll
1: be like the 25th. Tw- 25th.
0: 20, yeah, yeah, that, you're right, Corey. That does seem like really early to me. But the current forecast grid from the National Weather Service for Memorial Day calls for showers and thunderstorms likely. So, Shara, I don't, if they open the pool, uh, you may be laying
1: out Probably in the... Probably uh, too cold to even get in it, right?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I didn't check temperature. I just looked at showers and thunderstorms likely. It's like, we don't need any more rain. Let's dry out. Because that's, it's digging into my disc golf time. I got to tell you. Uh, I got a chance to play maybe once a week, and I want to play more. I'm back on the treadmill, I'm doing my arm wow. exercises again. Corey and
1: I have been walking every night together during this whole quarantine time. Um, and what was it? A couple of days ago, it was when it was like 50 or 40 degrees and <laughs> raining. It was the and 40s raining, and 40s. but we still we walked. still did it, and it wasn't Perfect. bad. I mean, we put our sock hats on to cover our heads and put our... Rainbreaker thing jackets on. Once you get walking, you get warm, and we were fine.
0: And that, that's great. And that's a good point, Shira, too, because a lot of times when I'd go, like when it was 50s, like back in, you know, March or whatever, go out to uh, Forsyth, you know, I'd have my. My flannel shirt, and my my sweats is like I'm cold. Well, as soon as you start like throwing and getting into it, it's like oh okay. And then you take your, yeah. Take your when shirt you off first the...
1: step out, you know it was a little chilly, but what makes us walk faster is what it does because you want to get to moving and there try you to go. Stay warm. <laughs> and we take off at a pretty good speed and it doesn't take long and you're fine. You're warm.
0: Oh, that's great. I, I'm more of an indoor person. If I'm going to walk, I mean I love that treadmill because I built a little shelf. Uh, that I can set my laptop up there, and it's right at eye level. So I, when I'm walking, I'm looking right at it, and I can watch disc golf championships. I know, I'm really into this.
1: Well, I mean, if I'm by myself, yes, I love a treadmill, or I love to have my pods in and just dancing. I will dance and yeah. walk and jog or whatever to the beat. Yeah. I love music. But um, honestly, we've been going together. That was kind of one of our things that we decided to do because – we were always so busy. Um, we, our jobs and our lives with five kids, we were never together. We never had alone time. So that was kind of one of our, our things we decided to do over quarantine. We have gotten to spend so much more time. Like, that's our thing. Every night we get all the kids settled down for the night, and then we go walk. And that's we've gotten to talk and have so many conversations. I highly recommend it. That's awesome. For couples to yes. get out there and walk. Yeah, and you we don't connect. you don't have
2: to walk for hours. Just you know, it's no, take a twenty-minute like walk No, we like thirty minute.
1: We did twenty thirty yeah, minutes. Yeah, we go at about.
2: Two, we try to go a t- little over two miles. Not too bad. Yeah, as long as you do it every day.
1: And it goes yeah, by fast great. when you're talking. We get to talking and laughing and about different things going on. And before we know it, our phone dings and we've hit our two miles.
0: Oh, that's awesome! I I don't go distance. I go more. Well, see, I got my heart rate monitor, so when I'm on the treadmill, it's like I'm going, I'm going. I kind of pump my heart up. So, but it's usually about three to three and a half, according to this treadmill. I need a new treadmill. But uh, we
1: have our heart monitor, our heart rate monitor on our watches,
0: oh, so we really? can look
1: In- down and see what our heart rate is anytime. Nice. And then we just stay right around. I mean, we we go around the house. We don't go far.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm old too, so you never know. <laughs>
2: Well, it's hey, the... I'm looking at the uh, oh. weekend for uh, the the, the uh, you know Memorial Day holiday weekend. Yeah, you know, a lot of people like to go to the lake on Memorial Day, get the boat out, mm-hmm. go barbecuing. But I'm telling you that the chance of rain rolls in Thursday night with a 30% chance, oh. and you got a 40% chance on Friday. Now it's going to be 80 degrees Friday. Yes. Saturday you still have a chance of showers and thunderstorms, but it's it's going to be partly sunny with a high of 85. So the temperature is going to be up there this weekend. Yeah, it's I mean, that, the eight, that warming trend's all week. 80s. Yeah. Sunday 81 and Monday 80. Could be raining, but, you know, it'll be warm. It still says partly sunny on those days, so I'm not thinking it's going to be a washout, maybe. That
0: that Yeah, and, and that's what I tell people all the time when we do a live cast. We all I always go to the text product. Look what they're saying. Because if you look at the little graphic, it'll say... Thunderstorms, but then if you look at the text, it's like a forty percent, like you said, forty percent chance of thunderstorms, but partly sunny, so it's not going to be an all-day thing. And that's but what you got to watch out
2: for those that are going to the lake. You still need to watch the weather because you don't want a surprise lightning strike to ruin oh, your day. Oh yes,
0: yeah, we need to get that uh, the lake alert graphic handy because yeah, everybody's going to be out. Well, I think it's time for the. Next segment. It's the Pollen Report, and we've got a pretty steady pollen report uh, from Pollen.com for the Branson area. All week is just pretty much in the medium-high range. Uh, Kind of varies day to day, but from like 7.3 to 9.4, and the predominant pollens this week are mulberry, grasses, and hickory. So I guess hickory is out now.
2: That's weird. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's out today, and it's in the very high range, and is mold. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I heard that this on the radio, and I, I saw. I looked it up here, and I'm gonna have my wife say the uh, type of mold or whatever that this is, because she's a nurse. It sounds like a a disease of some like a like a fungus growing I in my body.
1: Say cladosporium.
2: Oh, cladosporium. Yeah, it, yeah. I was it's wondering. very high at seventy-one thousand four hundred and sixty-seven ppm. Holy Which smokes! Which is probably
1: why my eyes have been driving me crazy.
2: It's very high for
1: the last four days.
0: I bet you're right. See, I I've not... not
1: been able to wear my eye makeup for four days because my eyes are driving me crazy.
0: But I didn't know if you were mold sensitive. I I am not mold sensitive. Uh,
1: I was when I was younger, and okay. she hates
2: it on toast. Oh gosh!
1: <laughs> I've not been really exposed to it a lot. Think to know, yeah, I know. I just move <laughs> like, on. Yeah. But I mean, I've not really been uh, like to notice it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, like I've not really had issues with allergies at all this year. I've been wearing my makeup every day through quarantine, yeah. and Friday. And it was rainy, so I equivocated it to the rain. I thought, eh, maybe it's just the something in the air with the rain. And, I mean, my eyes were so dry and itching so bad, and they hurt. And I finally ended up just wiping my makeup off completely. And it has been that way all weekend, driving me crazy. Uh, and finally that's crazy. he looked at that. I said, there's got to be something in the air. And he's like, well, yeah, it's the mold.
2: According to the Greene County Health Department, now they have some sophisticated tools up there that, that Taney County doesn't have. Right. And they they have a uh, they can they can tell you they have an allergy index that they feed into some whatever, but they're saying trees are high, weeds are low, mold is very high, and grass is high. Okay. And this this was this afternoon. So, that is. Uh,
0: yeah, and you know yeah. this pollen it doesn't take into account mold. I mean,
2: it's just pollen. Hints well, mold.com. Yeah, we need to go mold exactly. Have you checked mold.com? That might be your problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> restore, restore mold. Yeah, we don't want any, don't want any of that bl-
0: that black mold going on. No. But that but yeah, I I mean and it's Green County, yeah, because Springfield has everything. We see it on the local TV stations. They'll, they'll take, say mold and stuff. Um, I, I wondered, and I think you mentioned that the other day. You texted me and said, you know, it's going to be high. It's like mold is going to be really, really, really high. Now, Karen, my my wife, she, she was allergic to everything. I mean, we had mm-hmm. to keep the house closed because if anything, we I'd take her out to get her hair done. She'd have to, like, you know, take her antihistamines and just just everything.
1: Um, I can't have my windows open and stuff like that's something I've always I've always wished I could sleep with the windows open on those nights when it's raining and right I cannot do that if I sleep with the windows open my eyes will be like swollen shut and I won't be able to breathe by morning
0: well my my optometrist a long time ago said he uses opcon a I mean they're not a sponsor but uh, it works you can get it generic you can get all sorts of stuff like that and it's great for allergic eyes and sometimes that's all i need i don't even have to take a an antihistamine i could just plop those drops in uh, and they're they're great <coughs> but uh yeah so now i'm <coughs> getting something in my throat so i think it's probably better time we go <coughs> to the weather school so this week could be mold sh- yeah it could be mold right <laughs> maybe it's a tumor <laughs> it could be uh yeah so this week's weather school is all about the climate prediction center we look at at them for the longer range type of outlooks and, and uh, <clears throat> so let's uh, let's get to that before I choke <laughs> If there's something about the weather that you want to know Stormed our weather school The Climate Prediction Center outlook is for a warmer than average winter I guess we won't see any snow or will we? The Climate Prediction Center, or CPC, is a United States federal agency that is one of the National Centers for Environmental Prediction, which are a part of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's National Weather Service. The CPC is headquartered in College Park, Maryland. Its roots trace back to the late 18th century with the United States Army Signal Corps taking over responsibility of the climate program in the late 19th century. Once it became part of the United States Weather Bureau, it was known as the Weather Bureau Climate and Crop Services. From 1957 through 1966, the United States Weather Bureau's Office of Climatology, located in Washington, D.C., and then Suitland, Maryland, published the Mariner's Weather Log publication. Late in the 20th century, it was known as the Climate Analysis Center for a time before evolving into the Climate Prediction Center in 1995. The CPC issues climate forecasts valid for weeks and months in advance. The roots of modern climate prediction can be traced to the late 18th century. One of the nation's first applied climatologists was Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. A century later, the federal government assigned to the Army Signal Corps the mission to define the climate of the regions of the country being opened for farming. In 1890, the United States Department of Agriculture, created the Weather Bureau Climate and Crops Services, which began publishing the Weather and Crops Weekly Bulletin, which the CPC, in conjunction with the USDA, still publishes today. The records of the Climate Division span from 1883 to 1961. For a time during the 1960s, the Weather Bureau's Office of Climatology was located in Suitland, Maryland, In 1970, various federal weather and climate functions were consolidated into the National Weather Service and placed in a new agency called the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. In the 1980s, the National Weather Service established the Climate Prediction Center, known at the time as the Climate Analysis Center. The CPC is best known for its United States climate forecasts based on El Niño and La Niña conditions in the tropical Pacific. The CPC's products are operational predictions of climate variability, real-time monitoring of global climate, and attribution of the origins of major climate anomalies. The products cover timescales from a week to seasons and cover the land, ocean, and the atmosphere extending into the stratosphere. These climate services are available for users in the government, the public and private industry, both in this country and abroad. Applications include the mitigation of weather-related natural disasters and uses for social and economic good in agriculture, energy, transportation, water resources, and health. Continual product improvements are supported through diagnostic research, increasing the use of models and interactions with user groups. Some specific products include the three-month temperature and precipitation outlooks and discussions, the one-month temperature and precipitation outlooks and discussions, the six to 10-day and eight to 14-day products, which include temperature and precipitation anomaly, excessive heat outlook, and maximum heat index prediction. They also have a three-month probability of exceedance in temperature, precipitation, heating and cooling degree days. They also cover the hurricane season outlook for the Atlantic and Pacific basins, along with the U.S. drought outlooks and discussions. They even provide international support for weekly hazards in Afghan, Africa, Central America, and Haiti. The CPC is linked to the National Climate Data Center, which was previously known as the National Weather Records Center in Asheville, North Carolina, and was the world's largest active archive of weather data. Starting as a tabulation unit in New Orleans, Louisiana, in 1934, the climate records were transferred to Asheville in 1951, becoming named the National Weather Records Center. It was later renamed the National Climate Data Center, with relocation occurring in 1993. In 2015, it was merged with the National Geophysical Data Center, and the National Oceanic Data Center into the National Centers for Environmental Information. NOAA issues a yearly report called The State of the Climate. The report appears as a supplement to a summer issue of the Bulletin of the American Meteorological Society, which is a publication of the American Meteorological Society. The State of the Climate Report, known until 2001 as the Climate Assessment, is an international effort. The State of the Climate Report for 2017 was recorded as the third warmest year on record. 2017 was the warmest non-El Nino year in the instrumental record. There are three categories the CPC uses to forecast temperature and precipitation. Above, below, and equal chances. The above and below categories are divided into three subcategories, which are slightly, moderately, and well above. The CPC's outlooks can be misunderstood. What you need to know is that their products are based on large-scale averages for the forecast time period. For example, an above-average temperature prediction for January only means that the average temperature for the month is forecasted to be above the monthly average. There will be cold blasts and warming periods throughout the month, but the average is expected to be above normal. One can assume that since the overall average temperature forecast is predicted to be above average, that the likelihood of snow would be reduced. However, a quick hitting major Arctic blast meeting up with a high precipitation system could indeed dump a lot of snow in your area. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, weather question well that does it for this edition of
1: stormed our weather school
0: and there you should know of all of the storm, uh, not storm prediction center climate prediction center of all their departments and what they do and what's so cool about that well i gotta tell you Corey, i got a, a text out to my buddy marty uh, in kenya who were supposedly going to I'm trying to figure out if uh, they were actually able to play or not. Uh, They haven't texted back, so I've got the text window open on my computer. But I know it's a little early, but uh, our In Other News segment, we got us a tropical storm out there. Tropical storm. Arthur!
2: Yeah. We are, uh, yeah, a couple weeks early on that, aren't we?
0: Yeah, uh, June first. I mean, we—I don't even have the the uh, segment up. You know, we, our tropical segment. Uh, we don't right. launch that until <laughs> until June, but we're we're starting a little early this year. Um, it now I didn't think it was going to get to a tropical storm. I mean, do you have stats on it right now, or do I need to check it?
2: Uh, fifty mile an hour's. Last I heard, fifty. This is- okay. Yeah. But it's drifting away from the Carolinas and kind of gonna die out. I think oh, okay. into a tropical depression in a couple of days, and it looked like it was kind of gonna do a, you know, a a one eighty or a three sixty kind of a circle there for a while <laughs> and just kind of die out. But you know, uh, that it could be interesting this this year. I'm telling you. It's, oh, uh, I'm the, ready. The ocean's primed.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and I, I when I was looking at the GFS, I mean, it, of course, it had Arthur there, and it kind of did. It kind of went. Out to sea, but then it kind of wanted to curve back in, but then kind of dissipated. I thought, okay, we're going to have these, like, curly Q systems going on, but...
2: um, We've had that before. It's just kind of funny how it works. Sometimes they just, you know, do loop-de-loops out there and then (laughs) decide where they want to go.
0: Yeah, then we have Hurricane, like, Cuervo or something. No, it's Jose.
2: (laughs) Jose kept doing the loop-de-loops out there. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that was one drunk hurricane, but it was right in the middle of the ocean. So, and there was a, another other news on that. Um, what is that typhoon that hit the Philippines or something? They talked about it. it's huge, huge. Oh yeah, thing. I mean,
2: do you know anything about that? I
0: I read about I it. I know
2: it was big. Now I don't know what the category equivalent to what we would call you know over here how, how it works, but. Yeah. they were getting a lot of rain. I know that.
0: And yeah, and the Philippines, you know, anytime we have any type of you know natural disaster, whether it be tornadoes or hurricanes or floods or whatever, I mean this this is the season. Unfortunately, it's May, and we're right in this peak week. Uh, the third week of May is the peak week of tornado season and stuff. But you know, uh, states are getting back open. Uh, people are, people are itching to get outside and, you know, I hope they don't just, you know, throw the weather away when they're outside. Because if you're out on the lake, you've got to be aware. And that's the thing we were talking about in the, in the first segment is, you know, if you're out on the lake on Memorial day, people are wanting to get out. The pool is going to open. People are wanting to go swimming and stuff, but we're going to have showers and thunderstorms, lightning
2: Thunder roars, go indoors, guys. Well, you just got to be careful. I mean, it is that time of year, so people are going to need to... Uh,
1: just be weather aware.
2: Keep keep an eye on radar. And us, because
0: we're going to... I mean, we're on it. If there's any storms out there, we are on it. Uh, you know, <coughs> so, okay, I thought I got that frog out of my throat. Thanks, Mom. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, we uh, the bird report... We're probably going to stop the bird report because there's really nothing new. The hummers are out. All the birds are out. Spring is here. We're almost to June. So we're going to re- not retire. We're going to suspend the bird watching report until probably next year or something. When we, we suspend
2: get... it and, and replace it with the tropical report. There you go. There you go. So Funny we're story, though.
1: That. We had one of our hummers. Um, we had our back sliding door. We had our patio sliding door open, but we had the screen shut. And we had a Hummer just like fly right into the screen of our when, If that had been open, he would have come in our house. Oh my
2: gosh!
1: I'd never seen one do and that before. And then
2: he just sat there in midair. You know, they, they can just dazed. suspend. <laughs> they can just suspend in midair and not move at all. And they was just staring at us the whole time. Oh, I
0: bet that was freaky. You should got a video. Did you?
2: Yeah, no, no. I need to get a camera out there. Oh my gosh, that could be the, the our You could have that on our
0: Storm our Weather page.
2: Uh, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, we could promote that—the hummingbird feeder. Well, we're gonna maybe this week we'll we'll talk about that. Um, well, we have a, have an anniversary coming up. I mean, it's not a, a celebrated an- anniversary; it's a recognition of uh, the uh, Joplin tornado, May twenty-second, which I think is uh, Friday.
2: Yeah, Friday. 19,
0: Yeah, twenty-second. Nine years ago, twenty eleven. Um, uh, wow. we've got, yeah, the, the Joplin tornado happened and we've got the, um, uh, the, the podcast that we did up on our website, uh, com. You can go there. There's, there's a link to our, our wonderful podcast that we have to all the four different perspectives of, of people that actually went through and survived and, uh, are talking about what great things have happened since then. So uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, The National Weather Service in Springfield has got some, uh, they have a page for that, uh, the the Joplin tornado. So uh, basically, I'm not going to read everything, but uh, they're saying, on a hot and humid Sunday afternoon, a supercell thunderstorm tracked from southeast Kansas into far southwest Missouri. Uh, This storm produced an EF-5 Tornado Oprah Joplin, causing incredible devastation and tragic loss of life. This storm, along with others, generated additional tornadoes, wind damage, and flash flooding across far southwestern Missouri. Um... It said uh, uh, over 1,000 were injured, 158 fatalities in the Joplin area, and it was the deadliest since modern record-keeping began in 1950 and is ranked the seventh among the deadliest tornadoes in U.S. history. So this was, this was something. Uh, and it also says the tornado surpassed the June 8, 1953 tornado that claimed 116 lives in Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan, way up there. Uh, huh. Uh, is the deadliest single tornado to strike the US since modern tornado recording. That's an
2: odd place for a deadly tornado. Yeah, Flint, Flint, Michigan, and I'm sure that's people way up, up there.
0: Yeah, and people weren't even probably thinking about it cuz it's Flint, Michigan. You don't you right. don't think of a tornado up there. <laughs> and at that in June 8th, so that's right in the peak season. <clears throat> and but it says the deadliest tornado on record in the US was on March 18th, 1925. And of course, we all know that, or we all should know that, is the famous or infamous Tri-State tornado. Tri-State. Yeah, it had a 291-mile path, was rated F5 because we didn't have EF back then, uh, based on a historic assessment, and caused 695 fatalities.
2: Now, when did the EF go in? It was. It was after. It was oh. in the 2000s. We just did. I. We just did yeah. the Fujita because the uh, weather school the like bridge two weeks creek ago. tornado <laughs> the the more bridge creek tornado in on May 3rd 99 it was an F5 not an EF5 so okay. it was after that
0: yeah uh, cuz i know the EFs were i said have to go back and listen to that weather school which you can go our listeners back to our our, our uh, website, stormdarweather.com and go to podcast and, uh, <laughs> what is it, podcast? No, weather schools. It's on the weather schools. And I, we've got every single weather school listed that we've done. I think we've done like 40 now or something. And one of them is the Fujita scale. And they, uh, that, it says, I can't remember. Isn't that weird? I, well, the, I Fujita, should, the...
2: the Fujita scale went into effect in 1971. Right. The Enhanced Fujita scale went into effect February 1st, 2007. 2007. Okay. That's what now, it is. Did you know this? It followed in uh, it was followed by Canada. They uh, adopted the enhanced Fujita scale as well in uh, on April 1st, 2013. I think that's in the weather school,
0: but it's been, so that's
2: been a that's pretty weeks. cool. I don't listen to the weather school. I just record it and put it out there. <laughs> but yeah. Now, I a note to our readers, if you haven't listened uh, to any of those podcasts we did on Remembering Joplin, you, you need to take a listen, especially to the one uh, of the pre- professional perspective with a with meteorologist, Gary Bandy. It is – it's riveting.
1: They really are good. It's, they it's did a of, good job. It's
2: one of the best – I think it's the best podcast we've ever done. Uh, I
0: agree I mean we went to, but to his get to house? hear
1: it from their perspective the yeah of the meteorologist
2: the professional yeah because well, he all worked of it. the
1: meteorologist the people who went through it I mean well
2: you'll learn something you didn't know before if you just take a listen that's yeah, like,
1: and I are from the Joplin area I mean I think most of our listeners know that by now but um, and Corey worked for the TV station of the meteorologist. And that was something we actually were certified spotters and used to chase for that TV station. So it, that one's just hits home for us. Um, our hearts are really there. So those are, those are awesome to listen to and to hear their accounts.
0: Oh yeah. And, and to listen to to Corey and Gary talk together cause they've known each other for years. So, so I didn't really say much. It was kind of, kind of fun for me to sit back and like, listen to all these stories. And Gary told a couple of stories where I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was wild. So, so yeah, you know, if, you're, if you don't want to listen to all of them, that one I would highly recommend, the professional perspective. And the other ones, I got the Hughes Brothers. We got our uh, emergency manager, Keith Stammer, and we got my, my family, my, my uh, immediate family who live in Joplin and all their perspectives. So, anyway. Hey, what? hey
2: where were you 40 years ago? Today,
0: okay. Let's see. I was barely
1: alive, not alive. Yeah. No, oh barely. no, I was definitely. I was alive.
0: alive. I remember. I was definitely alive. I was in. I was a a, was a senior in away. high school. Oh
1: gosh, were Why?
2: you graduating this week?
1: Would you have been it, graduating this week? Oh
0: no, no, day? no! I would have been a, a junior this week. Yeah, uh, so you
1: had been starting your senior year. i was okay. starting
0: my senior year, at 16. Yeah, I, I was one of the said, younger ones. Where
2: were you on on this day in 1980? Do you remember? What happened Uh, that exact day? Nope. When when Mount St. Helens erupted.
1: Oh, I do. Mount
2: St. Helens, yeah. Everything got crazy.
1: I was so forty years ago today. I was ten months old. Not pregnant. No. You were I was ten months old.
2: You're okay, so you're not pregnant.
1: (laughs) I was not pregnant, I was ten months old. I was three.
2: I was three, but I do remember this. Because, because
1: Corey has weird memories. No,
2: I was in preschool. My mom picked me up, and I asked my mom if it was snowing. Oh, cool! Because I we saw ash fall onto our car from Mount St. Helens. Oh wow! And I was like, "How in the world did ash fall all the way into northeast Oklahoma from from Washington?" So. I looked it up years and years and years ago, uh, later mm-hmm. just to see if that was really what we saw was ash because it was covering the windshields of cars and it wasn't really, nobody was really reporting on it around here except for us. And then I found a map and I'll, I'm going to post this on the site later, okay. uh, on the storm to our weather. And it shows where Mount St. Helens is and where, what they call the ash fallout. And sure enough, I'm going to show you right now, right over northeast oh, Oklahoma. wow. Isn't that weird? Wh- it's just wh- a weird little area around Oklahoma, northeast Oklahoma or eastern Oklahoma that got ash. And nowhere for hundreds of miles around here did except for eastern Oklahoma. Kansas didn't That's, get anything. No. No yeah. Missouri, no Kansas. Yeah, it's you just definitely the weirdest thing. In, in the comments...
0: When, when I post this, you got to post this in the comments because and people will like, what is this? But,
2: yeah, because that's the way
0: people can. Holy cow.
2: Why? I, and it I, says the I, yellow, which is over Oklahoma, had a trace to half an inch of ash. And that's what I remember. I thought it was snowing in May. How in the cold. world did it skip Kansas and western Oklahoma? I don't Oklahoma? know. It skipped part of Colorado, Kansas. And, and I don't know. I can't explain it. That's weird. Unless it had something to do with maybe, and that would be something to look up, is were there severe thunderstorms reaching way up high in the atmosphere and maybe bringing a downdraft? That's a possibility. Uh, yeah. If something in Oklahoma pulled that, that, that ash out of the atmosphere.
0: I'm writing this down.
2: That's the only thing I can think of that could have happened because it is storm season. Maybe that had something to do with it. I yeah. don't know. Well, the the only thing I can think
0: of, okay, I mean, when you have low pressure, that's rising air. Yeah. Maybe there was a big high pressure or something that floated over, and high pressure is sinking air. Uh, so this day, today, we need to go back and find out what the weather conditions were <laughs> on
2: this that might day. Be, that, that might take some you know time to figure out but i bet i bet it's out there somewhere
0: night, night it'd be 1980
2: march or may 18th 1980 okay i'm writing that
0: we have so much fun stuff to look up i mean we're such an educational podcast and I this is more a
2: this map that shows the ash uh, fall is from the the united states uh where the USGS, you know, yeah. the same people who do the Geological Society, yeah, uh-huh. that's what that's what you know it is basically. It's a volcano, so right, very interesting. I'd I, like I, to find out why it fell over Oklahoma. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, when you when you all see this graphic, it's like crazy because there's nothing in Missouri, nothing in Kansas, nothing in Texas, but just this little like ash thing over. That's bizarre. Forty years ago today. That's a good, like, like, little weather history thing, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, we got the Joplin tornado and the the things. We're going to keep watching the tropics and uh, bring that back at some point. But now it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar weather weather word of the week. And we're going to give that to Shara. And she, of course, hasn't seen it, so it's... Not a really hard one. so, Sarah, it's what hard, is, but... Do what? It,
1: it kind of looks like a type of music.
0: Well, it could be.
1: <laughs> so, you know, like you've got rock, like, heavy like metal. Yeah, yeah like except hip-hop? it's called rip-rap. Rip-rap. Yeah. I want to say like riff-rap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of sound like it.
1: So, rip-rap. What rip is
0: rip-rap? Rip rap?
1: Rocks or broken pieces of concrete... Often placed in areas where the flow of stormwater is expected to cause erosion, the riprap serves as armor for areas of channels and detention basins to minimize the occurrence of erosion.
2: So, that's what you in your front yard. I know well, that's what I
1: was saying. You're thinking this is what I thought it was going to say. Flow of stormwater.
0: <laughs> it's a flow of storm dar. <laughs> well, I tell you, that my my buddy across the street, Daryl. Uh, he's got, I mean, we're all on a hill, Then he's got a lot of drainage problems, and when uh, my personal trainer, David, was here, who's at, actually now in Hawaii, and he's the one that we uh, do our Hawaii hurricane thing for out there, because they definitely listen to us and watch us. Um, yeah, Daryl, across the street, had this thing, and he put a lot of uh, rocks, big rocks and stuff, or rip rap in there to try to kind of erode that. So maybe I just need that's what I need, Corey. I just need a whole bunch of rip rap in my yard and get rid of all the grass so I don't have to, you know, pay anybody to mow it. Just get all rocks in my yard. That's Don't what you
2: I guys need. have a Don't
1: want any rip No. You know.
2: Don't no, you guys exactly. have a rip rap segment before intermission at the Hughes Brothers? I'm not Well, well it's <laughs>
0: I don't think it's exactly rip rap, but uh oh, okay, uh, yeah, it it's fun. It, it requires uh, use of desks, and it's one of the most fun songs I could, I play. If it, it's the end <laughs> of the first half, it's totally totally awesome. I right. caught a
2: paper airplane once there. That's true.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they don't do that anymore. You know why? Really? Not the COVID. Well. <laughs> no, what somebody's
1: eye out with an airplane no
0: <laughs> no they tried trust me no what they do now that because we cut a number and since we cut a number after I can't remember the one before they close the curtain and show the video and then they set up uh, the desks when the curtain's closed and then they open it up so since we cut that number they don't have enough time now to do that ah. um, which is really kind of a bummer because we love watching watching all those kids make paper airplanes. And my sister-in-law, Phyllis, she loved it. She She's a teacher. And she said that was one of the most entertaining parts to her because the kids were in their homeschool kind of area, and they made right. these paper airplanes. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we covered quite a bit. Is there any, like, uh, meteor showers going on? We didn't
2: cover that. Well, not some not, not that I know of. I think we're... Pretty quiet on that front. Kind of past that, I guess. Just <coughs> watch out for. Uh, watch out for. Uh, watch the weather the rest of the month. You know, we're in yeah. that time frame.
0: Well, if if if
2: that pans out, what now? I didn't look at, this, at the
0: at the Canadian. I didn't look at the icon. I didn't look at the other ones because I didn't have time because my podcast tables was here and I was so excited about that. But I just look at the GFS. It it could be another active pattern coming up. So we're yeah. definitely going to have to have to watch. Watch that, so
1: and keep the people of Joplin in your thoughts. Yes, because we send we tend to have storms every year on the anniversary, and it is very traumatizing for them. Last
2: year, they had a tornado warning right north in the same county on the anniversary. I know it's like Mother Nature. Please keep those people in your
1: thoughts and prayers, and it is a tough time for them.
0: Yes, def definitely. I mean, there's been lots of positive things, like we're saying we're. I mean, it was a terrible event, but there's lots of positive things that come out about it, and that's that's why I really encourage you to listen to the personal perspective of my family because uh, you get the back the the, the, the humani- not human- humanitarian no that's the other one um, there's so many <laughs> but the side yes. where you know you're where Phyllis talks well I just want to give it away just go listen to that to the to that podcast so okay well. We covered a lot. So, Shara, you got anything else you want to add? I do not. You, you, you're tapped out. I'm and,
1: anxious to get out of the closet and back into the studio. So.
2: Yes, and Corey. So, you got anything else hey, to I'm add? Hey, I'm looking at a... Yeah, I have a okay. friend that lives in Spokane, Washington. Okay. And there's a town right close to there called Pullman. And I'm looking at a tornado that came out of the clouds and is on the ground there earlier today. So, in Washington state today.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's so
2: cool. Oh my gosh, an actual tornado.
1: <laughs> that's crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot pretty of these cool. northern yeah, 3 Wh- hours ago. This was 3 hours ago. Wow. It's a pretty tornado. I mean, it's it's not, it's not a big one, but well, the other day, it's, there was the uh, tornado, wild now for Tornado sure. Watch
0: in New York. Did you see that one? And there was yeah, Tornado Warnings in New York. That's wow. nuts. <laughs> I mean, it is the season, so you're going to do that. Yep. <laughs> well, I want to tell everybody next week, next Monday, our normal podcast time is uh, would be on Monday, but it is Memorial Day. So we are going to uh, play our yearly famous uh replay podcast of sun safety Dr. Christopher Wilbers, my dermatologist out of Springfield Missouri was kind enough to do an interview with me uh, a, a big 45 minutes uh, maybe an hour I got to listen to it again but it's all about the uh, what the sun can do to you if you don't use sunscreen and uh all sorts of tips and tricks if you get a sunburn he's just it was a fantastic interview and uh even though it may be raining <laughs> but we are getting into the summer and uh spring uh summer is just right around the corner the the third week of june and that's when the sun is right overhead so we're going to play that and in two weeks we are going to have shara Corey, and me at the christening of the podcast studio back live again and who knows we may have a special guest we don't know we're not gonna keep it that so (laughs) so you're gonna have to tune in so next week everyone have a wonderful memorial day stay safe watch the weather in case we get that uh you know lightning get off of the water and uh, we will uh go from there so I think it's time to wrap this thing up now, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDarWeather. Click our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormDarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at StormDarWeather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so enjoy the sun safety episode next week and join us in two weeks for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.